Blog Talk Radio. September 17th, 2014. Last week I said September 10th, 2013, and nobody corrected me. Jerry was on the line. He's not on the line today. He's going to be late. Anyway, uh, today I want to talk about working on the phone. Working on the phone line, working on the phone, but only one special aspect of working on the phone. A number of years ago, let me tell you a story. A number of years ago, I read a book about sales by Ed McMahon. Now, some of you are so young that you don't know who Ed McMahon was, so I'm going to tell you. He was Johnny Carson's sidekick, and Johnny Carson was the most famous talk show host, (laughs) talk show host in the world. I I just had to stop because I was saying to myself, I never thought I'd actually have to tell somebody that, but I guess I do. Anyway, Ed McMahon wasn't just a TV announcer. When he was young, he was a salesperson. He was a carnival barker, and he sold uh, vegetable slicers on the boardwalk at Atlantic City. He was a real hustler. But the only thing I remember about his book was that he said, if you're working on the phone at home, you should dress up in a suit just like you would if you were in an office. Because He said it has a very strong psychological effect on you. It makes you feel professional. And this week, I read an article online that advised job hunters to do the exact same thing. It said, if you're having a phone screen with a recruiter, you should put on a suit just as if you were sitting in her office. Well, you know what? i got to tell you something. A lot of people who listen to this show, they work at home. And some of them make a lot of money. And you know what? Not one of them wears a suit when they're on the phone. I've read about actors, you know, who study their role. And, uh, you know, they say, oh, I didn't feel I really got it. And then I tried on the costume and it all fell into place. But you know what? That's after they worked on that role for a long time. And listen to this. In their minds, they imagine people seeing them in that costume and knowing how other people are going to see you. That helps them, you know, define themselves in their own minds. If I'm dressed like a policeman, I know other people are going to think I'm a policeman and they're going to defer to me the way they would to a policeman. So, That helps me feel that way. But, you know, if you're just on the phone in your home office, nobody's going to see you wearing a tie. Nobody's going to see you wearing pantyhose. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Big Shot Ed McMahon? Anyway, I wonder how many people who call into this show today are going to be wearing white shirts and ties and high heels. And, in fact, I'm going to ask them on Jerry. Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Absolutely welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me be a part of this show. What? Excuse me? Nothing. Forget it. Look, Jerry, we don't have a guest today. Instead, we're going to have the Recruiters Roundtable featuring the entire entire animal panel. Okay? And I just got to tell you something. I'm going to talk about this later as well. But I had two guests set up. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, wait, wait. What? Hold on a second. I'm going in my office to try to find a round table so that I can make believe that I'm sitting at a round table. Yeah. (laughs) Put on your pantyhose. 
Yeah, that's right. Put those pantyhose on. Anyway, let's go. Everybody's excited. I won't even give a, an introduction about it. Jerry, raise the first yeah. issue. Ish, issue number one. Jerry, do you want we're, to So we're getting right into it. Well, Whoa. I can see that they're, they're clamoring to talk, okay? Don't you oh, think it'd be a good time? Hold on, man. Don't you think it'd be a good time? Because the roundtable members are your guests. Shouldn't we all just take uh, 15 seconds and say who we are? Okay, I'll, I'll call off the area codes, and you tell me say hi if you want to. Area codes, and a little bit about to, yourself. I want to be on the round table. This oh, isn't geez. fair. Don't let, don't let him on it. <laughs> area code 210, do you want to say hi? Hi. Who is it? Michael Cox? Michael Cox. Right. You, you want to say anything else about yourself? There's a lot of people on, Jerry. There's no time for all that. Uh-oh, here's a 111, but it's not making any noise. Cut it off! Shut that person down. Now, wait a minute. That might be part of your global audience. Yeah, it is. Okay, forget it. Forget this introduction stuff. Jerry, you raised the first yes. issue. I'm giving you the place of honor, okay? Do you want to talk about it, or should I do it, okay? Uh, tell it. us what it is. Okay. Jerry's upset because... He goes anonymously on LinkedIn. He looks at somebody's uh, profile, yeah. and he doesn't want LinkedIn to tell them that, right? But the problem That's correct. Is, you want me to take it from here? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I just discovered today that I can no longer see who viewed my profile since I have my profile set to anonymous. Now, this is something new. A month ago, two months ago, I could always get on there and even though I use a free account, I could still see, I don't know, maybe five or seven people that have viewed my profile. Now, unless I say I don't want to be anonymous, I don't get to see who viewed my stuff. Justice oh. is served. The Lurker. Lurker. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I want to know when people have looked at my profile because frequently yeah, it, it's some kind of a person looking for a job. Or a weirdo. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, would agree I with don't that want morning. my name out Jerry, there because normally Jerry. I'm just looking at the tech girls, uh, the tech recruiter, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> ladies. No, no, Jerry, you've got a real all reason. lined up in a row. Yeah, they're all over there on the side, uh, little yeah. blondies. Just Jerry's for lunch time. Yeah, Jerry's got a reason he doesn't want people to see him looking at their profiles. A real reason. Do you want to throw it out there and see if anybody thinks you're just being foolish? You mean my reason for being anonymous? Jerry's yeah. never foolish. No, sometimes sometimes I'll look at you know customer profiles or different people more than just once a year. Uh, I just don't want them to you know every two weeks say, "Well, that guy with the baby picture is looking at me again." What's wrong with that? <laughs> Is that bad? Does anybody else think that? <laughs> think that's bad? I don't see. What's a what's a problem? I think he's uh, ascribing too much uh, uh, megalomania to the clients. Nobody's got time for that. Oh, my God. He looked at me again. He looked at me again five times in the last, you know, six months. About ten times in the last ten days. (laughs) See, that's what – I mean, where where are these people going to draw the line? I don't want to know. I just want to be anonymous. (laughs) I don't believe the front of your house in an unmarked van with a video camera. It's getting a little creepy ten times in one week looking at my profile. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. Am I the only person that has theirs listed as anonymous? Oh. I'm I'm open. I let people see if I view them. Who else? Anybody? I let I let everybody see if I view them, and then if you view me and you're intriguing enough, I send you uh, an email, in uh, mail, whatever you call it. Thanks for checking me out. If I can ever be a help, let's connect. Scooby Dooby Doo. And I've made some yeah, great- right. I, I right. That's what I that I want to know when people are looking at my profile. Did you miss the first part of this? So, Jerry, everybody thinks you're not anonymous. Okay. Except Maureen. Are you anonymous or not? Except Maureen. She's here today. Okay. I can see that we've got nothing but the sharpest brains on the the table today. Okay. Anybody else who's too shy to talk over us want to say something about this before we move on? Feel free. Don't be shy. 
Animal, I just want to share with you, we had a, a new recruiter start with us. Her name is Courtney. She's got one year in the industry, and I'm taking her to her first animal show. She's Yay! sitting in my office, and I asked her if she wanted to be a guest, and she said, but uh, I don't even know what the show is. I said, well, you'll come in, you'll listen to a show, and you'll even be the guest next week. Fresh meat. Hey, Jerry, go check her out. Chris for the mill. Courtney. Hi, everyone. No speaker phones if you're going to talk on this show. Didn't he? Didn't that's Al Newman right there? Speaker phone. (laughs) You know what? Jerry is the second topic as well because he shocked me this week. He made a statement about phones. He made a statement. You didn't clear this with me, dude. I got to tell you, it was. So shocking that I had to call Levy, and I was like, "You're never going to believe what Albright wrote." And he's like, yeah. "Albright didn't write that." I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, he did on Facebook." It was on Facebook, and he Go said, ahead. "He said that phones aren't that big a deal anymore. He said it doesn't matter that much. The phone is not so important." He said, oh, "What?" Some, yeah, he, he didn't said, say Tell that. Some kid. What, he didn't. Can I can I clarify? Go ahead. I said all this talk about get on the phone is more hype than it is reality. Okay, the That's day true. the days of giving he's, some he's kid. He's saying that uh, because I've been no, told not Maureen. The, the earth is bigger than Cabal. just you. Other yes, people have said is. this. Yes, it is. It's but what I'm saying is, the phone is not the only tool. And I'm I'm sick of making it seem like well we're we're all getting away from the basic principle of this business pick up the phone and connect with people it's that's wrong man you don't have to do that as much as you used to of course you need to at some point talk to everybody on the phone yeah well you don't Jerry you said you don't well you know, Maureen, he Maureen that's only one out of a thousand yeah, Maureen, scenarios. Maureen, Maureen, mm-hmm. I'm saying the phone is not the only way to get to get connections going. Yeah, okay, hold on a second. You know who Jerry And that's a fact. Is, yeah, he yeah. Here's his fact. He sees that his little kids don't talk on the phone that much. They they talk to each other on Facebook or Snapchat or something yeah. like that. So he's extrapolated from this into our business, you know? Dude, I don't need to extrapolate. I need to take a look at how I'm doing business, how my recruiters here's, here's are doing business. Here's what he said. He said he wants we are ma- kids. It does, uh, let me quote your famous line. It doesn't, Feel take free. it doesn't take a genius to recognize how communication is changing. That's your big line. I couldn't believe you said that, of all people. Anyway. I did say that, and I stand and then, behind but, it. Your best recruiter say, isn't even on social media, Jerry, you said. My my best recruiter is not spending their day dialing a hundred phone calls either. And, and then well, Stephen I didn't Nate say has that, said, but you said, I'm not saying you. I'm not. I'm not saying social media is where it's at. It's it's what? it's okay. all of these things combined. I don't know what he's saying. You think it's email or something? But Stephen Nay has said, I agree. He sounded like Bart Simpson. I agree with Jerry Jerry Albright on so many levels. I'm concerned your younger candidates aren't receiving their voicemails. Leaving my 16-year-old a voicemail is futile. These guys look at their kids, and they think their candidates act the exact same way. Oh, I they wonder do. if I'm going to be do. in business 10 years from now, Animal. God, I posted no. an article on there, and that's not the only article. The, uh, you know, there's a certain, uh, certain younger professionals are not responding to voicemail. It's, Even it's older professionals. Not everybody is sitting there with a telephone that is a straight pipe from my phone to them, and every time it rings, they pick it's it up. True. Hey, who's calling? What do you want to talk about? It's true. It always it's goes true. to voicemail. It yeah, goes to voicemail. It's Last always. night, I got a call from a candidate. He was, he was doing a major release. There was no way to talk to him yesterday on the phone. I mean, we were text messaging back and forth the whole time while we were setting up his interviews. Okay, it's just uh, the way it goes. That's Alejandro. If, if, if people, TRG Alejandro, if people on Twitter, if people know you, you can text message. But having a real-life conversation on the phone, that's a way to get to know someone better than Of just course a, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not your first communication with people anymore, dude. 
Well, the, well, the point is that is. there's no magic bullet and there's no, uh, right. you know, no superlatives in extremism, please. Yes, you know, there's a, a variety of methods that we have to embrace. Of course, you know, Ma- Maureen, I love her, is, but Maureen. she's a little too strident about the phone is the only, the yeah, only I'm real viable thing. All these people, can, it, can it be agreed, though, that of all the tools that are available to us, the, the phone best one. is the one oh, that remains Jesus. necessary? <laughs> yeah. I would argue that it is equivalent to a video call as well, which is just a phone with a face, but they are both the most essential tools in our toolbox, though they are not the tool of initial contact the way they once were. Let's say if you had a pie chart, okay, a pie chart used to have 99% was telephone. That was for decades. Now it's probably 50% telephone, 15% Google search, 10% GitHub, 3% meet at the Walmart parking lot, 18% church, 1% your mom knows somebody, 3% business card at the fishbowl at Subway. We had had a U.S. architect start this morning for a role that's been open for about two months. Nothing from postings, nothing from my cold calling direct sourcing. So I had our creative director and our whole design team use their Twitter accounts to tweet out the job. That's how the guy did the initial contact. He contacted us, sent in his resume, and then I called him. But the initial contact, where he learned of us, was 100% from Twitter. It's not, the phone is not yeah, the first contact that it uses. My only point, people, and then, and then you're free to move on, Animal, is... All of these people making it seem like they're they're so relevant with their hey everybody get on the phone <laughs> shove it <laughs> oh shove it well yeah, yeah there's no Point magic well bullet taken. on Monday we get it. We on get the it. train you know we got the U.S. Open here in New York so on Monday I was I pulled somebody's business card from the the, the seven train you know the subway is my friend I love you got a captive audience I love it when you hear people <laughs> talking about development groups it smells and stuff. like piss. It's just another piss. I was going to say. I like that. Hold on a second. What about you know Jerry's going to be soon. He's going to he's going to be the champion of tweeting jobs. It sounds like to me. Okay. Never. But, Never, yeah, dude. But, yeah. I'm Here's also able to recognize where a worthless uh, amount of time is spent. Twitter. Okay. Here's. <laughs> Here's something else, though. What about junk mail and filtering on email? You send an email out, unless you're using some kind of system like Constant Contact or uh, uh, Smiling Monkey or whatever it is, you don't, uh, you don't know what, which is open. You don't know the results of your emails. What about people here? Are they using those uh, email systems that, that give you feedback? I think Yesware does it as well. Anybody? A reply is the only feedback I need. Yeah, but if, yeah. if you're if you're getting filtered out your email because you don't want to pick up the phone because you're talking to someone who's 16, okay? How do you know they're even getting your email? Dude, Gmail, you, Gmail you are so narrow-minded. Out. I fear for your ability to provide for yourself in your older years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me. He's gonna live off of all the sponsorship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nobody wants to address that. What about the junk mail file? What about the junk it mail? It happens. What, what's the question? It happens. All but of your email, you, 90% of your email might be getting filtered out. You don't know it. Yeah, I'll give well, you another you know one whether people Facebook. are responding or not. If you use Facebook and you're not connected to the person, it goes to another folder. Every, like, yeah. three months I look at my other folder and there's, like, 60 emails in there, which there are, like, two that I'd like to, to have seen initially. But if you're using that as your first contact, I bet you it's never seen. Yeah, it's never seen. You got to spend a dollar ten to to get a message uh, to someone you're not. Uh, uh, we're going to talk. What am I made of? Recruiting budget? I'm not spending <laughs> any money. Go to go to <laughs> go to recruiter <laughs> mode and ask him for that money. Okay. Now I got to say one more thing about this. This young guy. I'm not allowed to mention names if I find people in a certain group. But he said <laughs> the young generation are much more tech savvy than other generations. I said, you know what? You're talking to all middle-aged people here, like Jerry, Steve Nahez, you know, half the people on this show. We're just early middle-aged. Early, <laughs> early middle-aged. Yeah. So does anyone believe that, 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 people no. in their, that people in their 40s don't know how to use uh, 
email and smartphones and stuff like that? Not in the 40s. No. No, I think it's a stupid statement. Okay, well, I think you're looking a generation or two beyond that. eBay business that they still log in through AOL. That generation, I'm a little envious. Yeah. Forties know how to how to use it. It's a to logging in through AOL now. I think it it says something about you that you you're or or here's something else on a certain group. Lots of people like to say they're tenured recruiters. And I was saying, what's a tenured recruiter? And I'll tell you what, it doesn't mean you've got 10 years of experience. (laughs) (laughs) It means someone's Levy once had a tweet, and he said, uh, what do you call a permanent recruiter, someone whose revenue stream is still in the black in the last month? That's the only sense of permanent when you're agency recruiter. That's the only tenure. Yeah. Well, they, 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 these guys see a word that they think is classy because it's associated with professors, and they appro- they don't really know what it means, so they appropriate it uh, for themselves. I'm a tenured recruiter. Definitely, yeah. I, I went through a stage yeah. at about 16 and 17 where I was signing everything, Jeff Newman, Esquire, because I, I had right. <laughs> Esquire, okay. really, darling. Just for the recruiters <laughs> who don't know, Tenure is when a professor's got about 10 years experience or something working at a university, they give him a permanent position and the or her a permanent position. The idea is then they can say whatever they want. They're intellectually yeah. free. Then they, they can let their fight. rabid liberalism flow like a garden hose. <laughs> and there's there nothing go. that there people with go. a conscience can do about it. As okay. a representative of the rabid liberal here, I take that remark oh, personally all right. Why are you so afraid of losing your chains? <laughs> all I don't want to lose is more than half of my paycheck. Uh-huh. Okay. Good luck anybody, with that. Anybody talk, like, anybody like Courtney who's lurking or listening on the line but hasn't said anything and would like to, they just don't feel they can push their way through, here's your time. Five, four, three, what do you want to say? two. I don't know. Somebody wants to raise a topic or comment on something that's been said, but they... They couldn't get in edgewise. They're too polite. Here's their time. I'm, I always give people she, a chance. Courtney's observing. She's feeling out the show, and, and she said that uh, Albright is a little intimidating. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's understanding. Yeah, lots of people want Jerry. He's got too much masculine energy. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't. I, I cannot shut it off, man. I've tried. I'm going out with other guys, and I try to blend in with the beta male crowd, and I just can't. I can't do it. That's horrible. God, Jerry. Help me. Help me. Uh, I heard someone once said that internal corporate recruiters are lazy. Oh. Bring that guy here, and let me shoot him. Okay. Hold on a second. Whoa. 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 As as someone who transitioned from agency to corporate, it's just different expenditure of energy. Yeah. Not lazy. Maureen, did you... Maureen, did you hear Travis's voice, though? He's got the best voice on this, though. That nice. So different expenditure of energy, sort of like, uh, you know, sort of like a baseball player versus a basketball player, right? Yeah. Okay, they should both be able to do that. They should both be able to be successful at, the, at, at each sport, right? Because it's, mm-hmm. it's just a, you know, crisscross of uh, talent, right? Okay. What? That, I would also that, that's, that's, eh? Is that Nahez? Eh? Who said Fallon. that, Nahez? That's Alan? me, yeah. Well, there was another. I can't mention any names, but there's a recruiter, a third-party recruiter, who likes to always announce when someone tells him he's done a great job. And uh, he started, you know, giving a list. Of, he gave a whole list of things that he can do about, you know, call people directly and uh, coach them about the, you know, I, can't, I should have put the whole list here about all the things third-party recruiters do. And some corporate recruiters said, hey, buddy, I do all the exact same things. But I don't want to yeah. talk about it. I want to go to a Steve Nahez topic, okay? HR monkeys and vendor management systems, okay? Steve Nahez, I don't think this is a secret. He's got a client. Oh, yeah. he's, he's been with them since 1997. Okay, they got a new VP of HR, and this guy hired a large third-party agency to handle their applicant tracking system, all their interviews, all their screening and all their onboarding. It's called a vendor management system. They charge 1.5% of the placement's base salary. They put a limit, uh, a cap on how much Steve can charge. And they put some young dope 
in charge of his uh, in charge of him, and I don't know how many other recruiters. So if he sends somebody in, he keeps getting these uh, emails back, rejected, rejected. There's no my from reading all the comments and people talking to him. When something like this happens, there's no way around it. You got that HR monkey on your back, and that's it. Steve Nahez, any yeah. comments? Steve. Yeah, I mean, I think it's you, you described the situation perfectly. And really, um, what sort of happened with the, the topic itself, it's kind of ventured into the area of um, at least the third-party recruiters separating themselves out that some, you know, some of them would just – totally dump that client, you know, for here for for good. And then the yep. others are like uh um well probably more on my team. And and what I'm doing, we're we're in our 7th week of uh of uh Precious being in charge of all the gatekeeping of, you know, um and I got to tell you Nate, my, you should have let me out. You should have let me out at her. My uh my objective has been and and this is you know, we all we all have to determine how we're going to spend our time during the day, and it's you know obviously this isn't consuming my entire day. But my objective is to slowly win her over, yep. uh, and and yeah. because she's she's created such such a uh, a crazy level of bureaucracy, um, you know you've got Just to fill to out a two page you've got to you got to yeah. fill out a two page questionnaire with every candidate that you you know. So she's trying to commonize the you know, basically the stuff that's in a resume, um, and she's trying to make the job easier for herself, which really is a, is a, is a double-edged sword because as she's making things easier for herself, she's actually, actually learning less about the wide variety of positions that she's, she's supposedly working on. And I'm talking everything from a quality engineer in a plant to a, a, a buyer in a, in a business center to an engineer that's designing real high-end stuff at an R&D center, how's a 25-year-old that just just got into recruiting last year going to be no, able to I've relate it. to no, no, all no. those different types of... She's been at it like six or seven of... years, hasn't she? I, I, we saw her LinkedIn thing. She's actually... Yeah, but she that. adjusted her LinkedIn, Jerry. She took, she took some stuff off. Okay, okay, so what you're saying? The point is, if you haven't, if you, if, if, um, and I, I think I posted something on this as well uh, earlier today. It, uh, what's a recruiter? Okay, what's a good recruiter? And you're talking about the tenured recruiter. A re, a re, whether they're internal corporate recruiters or outside uh, third-party agency recruiters, you've got to know, you've got to know what it is that the person is doing for each job order that you get. You have to be Oh, able to really? Is that one of your policies now? <laughs> okay, Let we'll, 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 we'll take that out of here. I expected. What's your point, Steve? <laughs> Stephen Nahez, you're saying she's the just a is, Well, uh, uh, she I, I don't think there's the, a point. I, the, uh, my strategy on I this know, is to, like is to agree either. with her to the point where I'm, I'm going to be the last recruiter standing because yeah. all the other recruiters are naturally going to want to fight with her. Right? No, you're assuming gonna... that. Hold on, you're assuming that. There's oh. a lot. Of, there's a lot of rats in maze types of recruiters that they think that's the business we're in. Yep. They think that you get these resumes and you fill out all these forms and you hit the send button and you cross Wait your fingers. They're doing yeah. that, okay? So your business style doesn't align with that company at the moment. But his well, answer, any of other agencies he, sure do, man. So meanwhile, why you think that, is the right one? Well, what I'm saying is, you you think that this company's blowing it with this girl's process? It just doesn't align with how you do business. They might be filling but, all kinds of positions in there. But they're Jerry, not. If you, but Jerry, I what, already confirmed that they're, they are not. They're not. They're, they're Alan, really. Alan, if you re- let Alan Fuhrer talk, and we'll move on. I, I, I'm I will. But I have one more point. I think in the end, I think in the end, Nahez's approach is good. I mean, agree with her, be the nicest guy around. I'm not saying he's not going to have competition doing that, Jerry, but in the end, if he treats her respectfully and he keeps his contact Whoever company, said tell her to shove it? Whoever said go over there and punch her in the face? No, no, not punch her in the face. Dude, <laughs> dude, let me see if I got the only choice. Well, well, Nahez is going to be respectful and professional. No, no, no. Oh, my no, goodness. Would you, Shocking. Siri, would you shut the hell up for half a second? <laughs> Mute. 
if I just for the record, Gary was one of the people that said, Nehas, why would you work with such a client? Why would you even do that? And I said, let's clarify. Should I just uh, call him up and say, hey, I'm not working with you guys said anymore? That. Forget that. And, and what did I say? Of course you not. You asked, why would I want to work um, with that type of client? And, and, the, and, the, and the reason is because this too will end someday, right? Yeah. Being mm -hmm. this silly, you know, bureaucracy thing. But, okay, however, just, there's a dozen but, but the companies time, out there that you could be working at. Just we are being monitored for our productivity at the same time because she, she's she's going to come back and she's going and, and they're going to take a look at who was who was actually working on the stuff and who wasn't. I'll I tell you who monitors my productivity, my bank. Uh -huh. Anybody else is a side note. Yeah, How did you know what it sounds like? Such a, such Maureen, a you go ahead. I said we're going to close this off. She's hot. Steve is how did she get, well, how did she get in there? Sorry. Uh, she's very successful. Uh, turn the other side. Well, how did she get into around. such a position? I mean, why was the pain so great that she got into such a position of power? It's I'm daddy. assuming that her agency cut it, struck a deal with the, with the company and said, yeah, okay, here's how we're going to streamline everything. And at the end of the day, behind the scenes, what they did is they stuck her in the spot as the gatekeeper. And yes, she's right. actually picking and choosing. She's actually picking and choosing which candidates are being presented to the company. Yep. Let me ask you, though, because this has been going on now for, I don't know, a couple months. I mean, how, how much you, longer do you think it's going to go on? No, this isn't going to go away. Have you, hold it, everybody. Have you been over there to personally sit down with her and have a cup of coffee and say hello? No, I just think that would be too creepy. I'm sorry. No, you've got to do it. Yep. Has, I sure do. Dude, Here's yeah. the no, deal. You've been there a month ago. you got to get out of here, man. I, I deal with this situation every day. Look, you the, give me a couple of your business thing. cards. I'll go over oh, there. Let, and I'll and she'll think Alejandro, that you were there, and she'll be blown away. He's speaking Alejandro, yeah. come forward, please. Uh, here's the situation. Every major investment bank here in New York has some RPO or some uh, VMS system, and you've yep. got to deal with it. The, the, the trick to me is a blended approach. You, you make nice with these guys because they have to justify their position, and a lot of times they're just, they're just jamming you up, right? But at the same time, you've got to be in with the managers, and you've got to make sure you're exerting influence on both ends. That's really, to me, the easiest way to make sure that that process is happening. You know, if, if this person's jamming you up and the resumes aren't getting through and you know it's a fit, then you go to the manager and you say, hey, what do you think of that resume? And the manager's going to say, what resume? And you Bingo. should send it over directly. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Now that I've gone corporate, if I find out you contacted my yeah. managers, I'm going to hunt you down and throw you off. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah have, I agree. I no, agree. No, Alejandro's right, Nate. You've got to use common sense and do right, it when it makes sense. It work. But I, I will tell you that I've had to do it twice since I've been here after asking the people not to call the hiring managers. Now, I'm not this woman. Why? I had, if you're um, egregious, then you're out. But if you do it smart, you so can I get away with it. Yeah. And I introduced her to the senior architect and had her sit with him for 20 minutes. He answered every question she had from a technical perspective with the hiring manager. She left. I get a call from her. I can't work on your requirement. My boss told me I have to have a phone call. Uh, and be able to contact directly your hiring managers. I said, what more access do you want? You sat with the guy. If you have any more questions, yeah, that's dumb. just call me. And it pissed me Thanks. off so much that not only did I throw them off the list, I made sure that I stole Courtney from them so that I could, but, you know, but that's, my But you're giving an example of an idiot, and you're not. And the yeah, thing exactly. is, no. Nahas is dealing with somebody who doesn't get it, and he needs to figure out a way around it. You clearly get it, Jeff, Here's, and you know what you're looking at when it's given to you. had this relationship since 99. No, he's, he hasn't had a relationship with a company. People do business with people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with the New manager. people are in there. You don't get a call up and say, hey, uh, XYZ Incorporated is a customer of mine. It just that's not how it is. The managers no, move around, you know? They but, do, Jerry, but what they probably did is they probably cut a deal based on money and a promise. And what's right. going to happen is if Nah and if Nahaz does what he's doing, and we've all seen this kind of thing collapse over time, especially with a small company like this that's mm -hmm. doing this VMS stuff, all he has to do is keep doing it. The managers will eventually call him, or when he calls the managers, yep. they're going to say, 
what person he's going to throw the resume over, copy this girl on it, and then the manager, it, right. it's going to fall on itself. It's just a matter of when. Wrong. But you've got to make it look like she's <laughs> not complicit or she's not you know, a problem. You've got to try and make sure that she's also being protected so that you bring her in. But you bring her closer. All, you don't bring her, her under the bus. You need let to her, go not over, her under the bus, but let her you need to go over there and introduce yourself. Like, yeah. And everything else is after that. Sitting here guessing, well, they're, they're going to fall guessing. apart in 18 months is a crock. Oh, Go yeah, meet this yeah. lady. Respect her for what she's in there to do. Help her do that. Right. Anything else is crap. I got a question for Steve Nahez. Steve, Steve, you there? Yeah, Answer quick me. disclaimer. You. you guys I, are aware that I know everything, right? Yeah, we know. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> you. And you're I'm modest. Sorry. Yeah, Steve. Steve Nahez, you just you like to know. hammer out you hammer out the resumes. You don't send like a report or a covering letter with it teaching her exactly why this candidate is a fit, right? You're leaving it all up to her and you said already she's ignorant. She doesn't know enough to make a good judgment. The answer to me seems to be, if you're not doing it, to take the time to do a report. I know you don't like wasting time, but that might be the only way to get her on side. What do you say to that? Hmm. There's a, uh, a small field in, in, the pro, in the ATS system, applicant tracking system. There's a small field in there for, um, for notes. So what I've been doing is the, the few candidates that I've been putting in there, what I do is I spoon feed information specifically uh, addressing the, uh, the, the job order. You know, um, so I'll say, you know, this person had uh, five years of purchasing experience and blah, blah, blah. And I, so I'm spoon-feeding it to her in, in the notes section at where, where she's collecting all this other, you know, monster amount of data from, from other, the other recruiters supposedly. Though I, she has already indicated to me last week that um, submittals are, being, are starting to drop off from the other recruiting agencies. So I'm seeing very, very positive signs there. By the way, uh, Jerry, just as another disclosure, Jerry and I are split partners. And um, if you're going to do business with Jerry, just make sure that he makes you sign a document to call him Zeus. Okay. 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 Moving on. Okay. I got I prefer another. prefer El uh, Conquistador. Yeah, I got another one from. Uh, who is it? This might be another uh, Nahez thing, but I just want to. I'm going to sh- slip over to something else. First of all, uh, from TalentNet, they they were promoting uh, a website called SimpleWash.com. I didn't check it out, but somehow it lets you clean up your Facebook. Is that a laundry profile. service? Yeah, simplewash.com. Sounds a good, a good name. I think it's pretty good. And then there's a couple of websites. If you're going to Facebook too often just to read uh, the recruiting groups, you can ban yourself from it. Uh, with, uh, there's, uh, for Max, there's uh, something called Self-Control. It's a website called Self-Control. And for Windows, it's called Focal Filter. Blocks distracting websites. Focalfilter.com. Okay? There's also actual self-control. I don't have that. No. <laughs> uh, They've automated that. Yeah, okay. okay no, now, no one wants you to think. Now, here's, a, here's a, there's, there's two recruiters were signed up to be uh, guests on this show. And in both cases, they were both very enthusiastic. In both cases, the bosses, once the VP of HR, I don't know who the other person's boss were, they said no. They couldn't get approval from their managers. Now, I understand in some, like the financial companies, they don't want anybody talking about the company outside. But one was an engineering company. I don't even know what the other one does. And, and the recruiter was very enthusiastic. She said, I'm in, you know. What do you think of that, that, that the, the manager is afraid to have the recruiter come on and talk with us? Anybody got a comment? Uh, okay, I'll move on. I, got, I went, I got I went through it. tied into brand management in some companies, and a lot of recruiters are, are really you, – you, all of us on this call, we're all middle-aged and kind of sad and have been doing it a while. But <laughs> You're not 40. Are you 40? You're not 40 yet. a little crazy, and so they got to watch the brand message. I don't Can, agree with it, but I understand it. Can we stop? Can us recruiters stop it with the brand word, please? No, seriously. No, I, I'm sick of it. We do. We are oh sales people, and the product we're selling is why you want to work at company X. 
and that is so tried uh, and branding. Too uh, ago, I how about we call it a company in, then? Was it Amy who uh, Amy Alla? I don't remember who it was, but they were working at a super hot company, and we were talking about how the name of the company sold the role. Yeah, big four. It's tied yeah. into it. Okay, we're moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Drunk Kool Aid. I'm just, saying, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just drowning in all the new buzz. Moving on. Hold on. Let me. Let me. I got a thing to say about Brand. There's another recruiter said on Facebook today that her boss told her she couldn't build her own personal brand in his recruiting firm. So if a website, if a recruiting website approached her to write an article for them, she could do it, but it had to go out under his name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he sounds like a dick. What you talking about, Willis? That's crazy. <laughs> it's real. She told me about it just today, I think. I think I just read that today. And here's another one. Well, I'm hiring recruiters, so let her know. Oh, she's in Hungary. Uh, a recruiting manager. <laughs> here's a recruiting she isn't hungry? <laughs> yeah, she's hungry. Yeah. Okay. Then there's a, a recruiting. Here's a, another girl. She, she said she got a job order. And her recruiting manager uh, looked at the job order, and when she wasn't there, he, he looked up some candidates, all of whom she claims later were inappropriate, and he sent out emails to them with her email account, and he put in things like, I've got an amazing opportunity for you with amazing in capital letters and stuff like that. So what would you do? That's unbelievable. You? That sounds amazing to me. But what would you do He's with a, a guy like that? If she's half decent, even if she's junior, it's not that easy to get good people. Uh, you think someone would fire her if she said, "Look, I don't, I don't appreciate you doing that for me." If he's, if she's tell, good, uh, well, she's somebody she's might fire her, but if she's good, then she'll land somewhere else. Well, or well, if she's to, that good, they're yeah, going to be afraid to fire her. To be fired. You'll, you'll be, be fired. So guy that. That. Junior recruiters are cogs in a machine. Yeah, and Commodity. I've spoken with enough recruiting directors, people who don't view them as anything but interchangeable parts. And they don't develop them. And it's sad, but it's the truth. Yeah, you can't, there there can be no accurate communication in a hierarchy when one person is always in fear of their job. Yeah. Yeah. And that just means the company itself is bad because that's why people are in fear of their job. There you go, culture, animal, culture. Culture. Not brand, culture. Well, sure. There's another New York accent there. Hey, uh, here's something I thought funny. Mitch Sullivan said he just saw a sales job. It was described, the title was customer growth agent. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, very good. Michael Cox, They're trying like something. Michael Doesn't Cox, I like, like the year from him, but he has to, he has to get Customer no, growth agent? I'll call Mike, back. say something. Entertain us. Do you have something to say? <laughs> I'm good. I'm just listening, enjoying the conversation. Okay. Hey, you know what? When I highlight highlight your name in Facebook, you never come and comment on that. I highlight it to get that. Anyway, my, my how's, how's this guy making a living? I'm 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 a little busy, you know. A little working. busy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't okay. say that. Here's what Stacy Stacy Donovan Zappar said at, at one of the recruiting summits this past weekend. She's a friend of the show, although she's not going to come on. Stacy Zappos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said. She said, if your She's people great. don't don't discourage your 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 employees from having really good LinkedIn profiles because great LinkedIn profiles don't get poached because talent wants yeah. to stay with great talent. I said, yuck yuck. What? I mean, if you've got a great LinkedIn profile, people are going to come and try to recruit you more and more. And correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't uh-huh. she tied into LinkedIn somehow? Because she's always promoting higher on LinkedIn. She's the most connected woman on LinkedIn. Right, but I'm, I'm talking about is doesn't she have some sort of business arrangement? Because, and, oh yeah, like she I teaches, said, no, no, she teaches how to use it, but I don't, she's not doesn't work for them. She doesn't work for them. Well, I, I don't know. Calling around as a shell, you're calling shell. Okay, yeah, so pretty much. Okay, okay. you know what? <laughs> uh, 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 I just got one other thing, uh, a quickie, before we go back to some of these uh, hands-on recruiting problems. This guy, uh, Shahid Wazed, he posted, on, he posted an article. He said, there's only three search terms you have to know to find quality talent on Facebook. People who live in, people who work at, and people who used to work at. Those, and, and uh, so if you want someone from Montreal, people who live in Montreal, mechanical engineers who live in Montreal, 
that's going to bring you good people. So there's three phrases you got to know. It, it, he put it in a very simple way. I liked it. You know, this John and I am running that search for you right now, Animal, and I'm going to tell you what we got. Okay. Zayad uh, Gonzola Barrera is up there. At, oh, I like it. Chuck Ormsby. Okay. Oh. Here, here's Big international else. talent pool up there, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, here's a lot of French yeah. people. International. Better watch our, our diversity uh, police might come if you use that term. Okay, so anyway... Uh, here's something else that I found interesting on Facebook this week. The candidate had – I can't remember who this was. It might have been Steve. Our candidate had a 15-minute phone screen followed up by a one-hour on-site interview with the hiring manager and HR. They invited him back for the final interview. The whole team said, we're good with this guy. Then the president decided to see him. It wasn't known in the hiring process before that the president would get involved, and the president said No. So, you know, everybody thought it was a done deal. That guy said no. So the, the lesson there is just that you never know what's going to happen. I mean, is there any other lesson you can draw from that? That's happened to me as well, by the way. Don't work with tiny little companies. <laughs> President I mean, slash owner. Sometimes that, yeah, sometimes that will happen for that reason, yeah. Now, when, it happened to me, it, when it happened to me, it wasn't a small company, okay? So it was a significant position, you know, that – Okay. Anyway, okay. Nobody, nobody thought that was interesting. No. It happens. Yeah. I once had I once had a candidate fly himself to interviews five times from Florida for a, a job that was a half a mil on the base. Somebody just said they didn't like his tie. We were done. That was it. It was horrible. It was horrible. I. It was a crazy, crazy search to begin with. And the bank was creating their own version of Google for all their their product offerings. And I was looking at Stanford Language Labs all over the place. This guy was brilliant. It just it just fell apart. Sometimes it happens. Okay, and there was nothing you could do about it. No, who's whispering? Actually, that yeah, wasn't actually, in 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 our uh, in our agency, it happens four out of every five send outs where the guy does not get hired. No, 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 Jerry. Everybody liked the candidate. They thought the hire. Yeah. Okay. Now here's where back to Nahas. I thought I thought these, I liked the language used. He said he said around start date plus 37 d- d- days. If I'm not paid, I get freaked out on accounts payable. You want to talk about that, Steve? I, nothing to say really. I mean, it, no. Oh, I, that's no, just my own another, internal I, clock. That's my own internal like signal. Most of my clients um, of the typically. Most of my clients do their uh, sort of their check runs, if you will, once a month. So I, I don't really fight with that. I just you know make I just make sure that the invoice is covered on the next you know the next check run per se. And uh, so if if something slips away or if it slips through and, and suddenly it's not there, the other thing is um, my my sister-in-law is actually director of procurement for a major healthcare system, and about four years ago. She, we were chatting, and she told me that um, they're, they're in, in their department, they actually give priority to payment for contracts where there's a, there's a penalty if it's not paid by a certain amount of time. And I know a lot of recruiters will actually offer, you know, a, a little bit of a discount if they if the company pays within, you know, a week or ten days or whatever. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I don't. But I, but no, I do. No um, I did put a, a sentence on on all of my invoices and fee agreements. It's just way, way deep, deep down in there, and it says um, if you know every if this is 30 days late, and then for every you know month after that, uh, a five percent um, you know penalty will be added to this invoice. And I've never had a complaint, and, and I'm typically we're, we're paid on time. Do you well, ever have you ever charged that five percent extra? I never had to. Yeah, never had ever to. does. Well, talking about that tech. early discount, that's that's a tool of the VMS and the RPOs. So you got to watch out for that. Nahas, a lot of times they'll institute that story. early discount. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying I condone it, but whatever. Fifteen or something years ago, placed an IDMS DBA. If anyone remembers that technology, oh, and that baby. <laughs> Candidate vanishes. Client vanishes. No one's talking to me. No one knows what's happening. I called the main number of the company, asked for the guy by name. 
They're like, oh, we'll put you right to his office. And we're like, okay. So they hired him, and they don't want to pay the fee. So me and my boss got up at 5 in the morning, showed up in the parking lot of the company, videotaped the guy going in with one of those old school, like, 1990 shoulder VHS cameras, <laughs> sent him the invoice with the videotape. They paid. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Pretty good. But like here's my $5,000 fee. I'll get up at 5 in the morning and sit with a video camera and do yeah, what I have yeah, to I, do. I, I like your story, but I also like, I think Nahas did a great writing job on this. He said, I go zero to psycho on any type of uh, where's the money issue. I threaten penalties. Wow. I demand tracking numbers. And I ask for the controller's email address. Do you actually do that? He said, even though, okay, no, but because then you said, even though my emotional response is pretty much always, they're out to screw me, after a few deep breaths, I realized that this is simply an invoicing game where it's up to me to try not to uh, act like a total moron or make them look like total morons. So you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah, it's, it's the, the objective here is, is not to have them, uh, you know, feel like you're demeaning them. And so, the accounts payable people, and, and just an FYI, all of our clients are, are 500 million in sales or, or greater. Okay, so we don't work with uh, small companies. Um, but but in, so in, in hence, the, in that case, most of the time these uh, accounts payable folks, their, their job, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five, is to get stuff paid. So. All you are is just another incoming, you know, inquiry to them, and nothing more, nothing less. And the more friendly you are with them, or you know, cooperative, you're gonna, you're gonna get your, you're gonna get your payment. And I, I mean, it, obviously, I, just an FYI, I mean, we're we're a smaller agency. We have less than six people in our agency, so we are sort of a mom and pop, and you know, and, and bird dogging. Uh, Bird dogging payment is is just something that's always on the radar. If if something should go south, you know. Yeah, but that's yeah, not but just what about you. This that's stuff, everyone. Rent penalties. Was that just what you were saying? Put it on the uh, invoice. What about this? Demand tracking numbers. Ask for the controller's email address. Who do you do that to? I mean, you you just said you have to be nice to them. In your notes, you were saying you threatened. Now, them. is this the first time they has? Okay, you notice something's at thirty-seven days. Now. There's no step between uh, zero to maniac. There's not a, hey, it looks like we've, over, we've overlooked an invoice here from a couple of weeks ago. Can you let me know the status of it? The vast majority, we, we make somewhere in the neighborhood of like uh, something like 35 to 60 placements a year in my office. Uh -huh. So we're not talking about that many. Okay, uh -huh. um, and and it, it's it's really a it, it maybe comes up a couple times a year, and you know so. Um, anyway, so you were just trying to come up with something no, no, interesting to say on Facebook, you call, you call and you didn't know it was going to turn into a, a an animal show topic, and now you want to back out of it a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm not backing out of it. It actually it, it happens. The uh, uh, you know a, a lot of our HR people will uh, instantly you know take the invoice and, and mm -hmm. get it out of their system. Okay, That's we I've got one one client in particular, not a client, uh, one HR person at one location. Of a, of a major company I work with where I work with about eight of their locations and you have to invoice each location individually mm. and there's one HR person at one location where I don't know what her problem is but she, had, she, she has no uh, you know no no I guess inclination to, to get <laughs> problems out of her way and so oh. she just sits on them so, you know, in a case like that, you know, you've got to be assertive, not aggressive per se. Yeah. Um, and, you know, say, hey, okay, the check's coming out. You know, can I get a tracking number on that? This is important. I've got people to pay on my side. Now, blah, blah, blah. Pardon me for being a novice, but can you tell me what a tracking number is on a payment? You mean like yeah, if they FedEx it, we've number? had we've had clients we 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 have clients. Okay. I, we work with we work with one of the largest. Um, one of the largest tire companies in the world. Okay, there's there's over 60, and these guys are in the top five. I'm with you. And believe believe it or not, they uh, UPS or FedEx us the check. Yeah. Oh, I got it. So that's I the mean, tracking number. That's like a like a UPS tracking number then. 
That's right, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Nehez, when do you ask for the controller's email address? Never. Look, he, look, this is something he wanted to say on Facebook. Cause a little, you know, a little flash on the discussion. Let's Brandon. move on, dude. You're, you're cornering him here, and it's not cool. Oh, okay. Okay, well, there's only a few minutes left. I don't need fast food. Yeah, okay. Okay, does anybody... We all know, know what happened our, there. Nehez has never gone batshit crazy on anybody, yeah. and he just made it seem like he would. Okay. But he never There's has. one person I have in his cast. No, I've gone crazy on one, or at least one person. Yeah. Congratulations. But Rogue okay. Rage fascinates me, just to FYI. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so we've got a, a friend in Australia, Pauline Rogers. She's got two. Oh, we love Pauline Rogers in Australia. Yeah. She's great. She's got, she got two, two agencies. Two, two agencies. agencies. She's working Wait her head Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, we're not allowed to call it agencies anymore. One of the big trainers uh, says that that's Firm. a no-no. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, so, anyway, Firm? she's got two. Let me, the show's almost over. Let me get <laughs> this out, okay? Out of here. So, no after show, by the way. This is an after show. Okay. okay. She wants to know what the leading, you know, customer relationship management pro, uh, tools are for recruiters. And she also specifically wants to know if anybody has used Job Adder. Okay. Anybody got a, a comment for her? Which are the leading CRMs? Is there anything they recommend? Have they used Job Adder? And she's probably listening to us at two o'clock in the morning there, because sometimes she sure has she insomnia. Yeah. Well, I haven't used Job Adder, but I'll do self-promotion, blatant self-promotion. I'm involved in a startup called Talent Browser, and I think that we do things pretty well. Uh, and and so you could use it in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on the internet, dude. It, it will it will just be upside down when she looks at it. Yeah, of course she can yeah. use it in Australia. Okay, no, I thought you might have different fields. I thought All you might have. All the way over there in Australia, she can use it. Seriously? Yeah, okay. The marsupial edition. They have the internet there. Yeah. The marsupial edition. <laughs> okay. You know what? Okay. Last thing. Greg Savage, who's also in Australia, he wrote an article about three secrets that nobody knows about recruiting and he said you know when you were in recruiting before it was getting the candidates attention now it's knowing their intention you have to know what they're going to do before they do it so you can approach them at the right time at firebrand talent search he said we use technology to track the online behavior of visitors to our website we knew what blogs they read what recruiter profiles they perused, and what jobs they looked at, even if they didn't apply. And that allowed us to market those kinds of jobs directly to the candidate. That's his number one recommendation. His number two recommendation, I think, was talking to Jerry. He said, investment in a talent community online. Or invest in a talent community online so you can engage with prospective candidates. He said, I see debate about whether online talent communities actually exist, usually from theorists and naysayers who have mm. never actually built one. He said, I have mm. built one. He said, in 2012, Firebrand Talent Search made about 700 personal placements, placements across 10 offices, and half of them came from our social media talent community. Anybody? He wins, that? okay? He wins. Okay. That's great if he you're wins. in one area. If you're recruiting for more than one thing, it's very hard. You're going to be spread out all over the place just building talent communities. Good luck yeah, with that. Yeah, they place only marketing people. They're very focused on yeah, their Yeah, if people. you're niche, that's sensational. Yeah. If you're not, you're you're through with that. That's not going to yeah, work. I don't even know what's the talent community based around. Is it a marketing uh, discussion or is it a job discussion? It's you know, you're authoritative in the space. You're giving good advice. You know what's happening with different companies. People are coming to you, and you're known in that community. These guys know what they're talking about. And you can have a whole pool of applicants and candidates that will instantly jump on something the minute you call them. Oh, yeah, this Susie will be great for this. And that's it. But you know, the problem is you've got to be niche for that. And really, you have really to be dedicated to that's going to be your approach. I mean, yes. it's, you, can, you can make a, a, a good living any of these ways you choose to do this profession. Thank you. You just got to pick it and do it. Yep. I don't, or I, I don't, your second I don't. option, talk about it on Facebook all day. Yeah, okay. okay. So you go either, either of the two ways there. Well, they have websites okay. to stop you from doing that. Okay. 
We're going to go now. Anybody got – oh, hold on. There's one line, 435. 435, four, I just opened you up. Who you is have it? something to say? Uh, who? who is it? Hello? Yeah. Yes. Hi. Um, I work at a, a job, right, as a normal human being would do, okay? Uh-huh. And um, I, I, right now I do have a nasal problem, but, I mean, what comes around goes around, I guess. So you got to yeah. excuse me on that one. Yeah. And um, – I do collect Pokemon cards. I mean, I'm 16, so... Um, and my favorite Pokemon is a Squirtle. And a co-worker of mine... That I don't laugh. Pee-wee That's Herman, thank you! The recruiting animal... <laughs> Was that was that a real person? It was Pee Wee Herman. No, who was that? That was awesome. Area code four three five is uh, Utah. Utah. That's weird. <laughs> Probably was Mitt Romney. He said he was sixteen. Huh. Yeah, he could be a coder. Yeah. Well, there's not really an after show here today, but if anybody wants to uh, pick on Nahez a little bit more, I'm game. Anybody? <laughs> Nahez? Anybody? I just finished my box of uh, minestrone soup. I'm, I'm game. Go for it. Uh, today I had a roast beef. I'm trying with... to find a sequel programmer. I don't even know what the heck that means. I know, man. There, it could be anything. You've got you to gotta find out who their direct competitor is and just go call that one guy. That's not on the internet back in there. Yeah. The one That's competitor the for the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys are all great people. All great people. But I, uh, I'm i in the middle of uh, got to terminate three contractors who thought that they were on a pretty long-term gig. It's kind Easy. of fun with that. No, I hate doing this, man. It's... Uh, I mean, it, it's one thing to tell somebody that they didn't get a, get the job. Hello? But to let somebody know that, hey, man, uh, the job that you've got, uh, Hello? it's over, yeah. you know. It's a bummer. And I've it's already talked to two job. of them. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. So I'm in the middle of firing people today. I'm oh. also taking a personal hit myself. Dang it. That's good. You are. Hello? Yeah, since I'm uh, the one billing and paying. <laughs> oh, M- minus three. Dang it. Yeah, that, my, that hurts. My Facebook time is going to be a little bit cut short today. Oh. We'll see y'all. Later. So is it is it, is it true? Only like like five percent of people actually look at Facebook, isn't that right? I don't know anything about those stats. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just I'm just I just have Facebook open as I'm doing all this other crap. I mean, I don't like not do anything. Well, you know, I know my, my objective is for the by the end of the week is to call most of my good clients and pitch them on contracting. I have to. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Contracting's I'm a believer. And I tell you what, as as soon as ISIL blows up a bomb over here, nobody's yeah. going to be hiring anybody, and it's going to really increase the contracting work. I'm just being. I'm just saying. Um, be prepared for that. Did you say ISIL? Yeah, from Pakistan. I, why, now, why? Why does every other? Um, I don't understand. Why does every other news agency in the United States refer to uh, as ISIS? I don't know. When, when Jerry Albright and, uh, and President Obama are referring to as ISIL, um, why is yes. that? Does anybody know? No. I mean, does somebody is somebody telling him don't ever say ISIS? And telling everybody else, I, I've read you can article, only address them as I. I, I still don't understand it because the last letter, the last letter that S is referring to to one obviously is is referring to one location, Syria, and, and then the the L is referring to something else. Uh, Libya, Lebanon. I don't know, man. Latvia. I, I don't know. There's articles written on it though, but it still doesn't make any sense. Why? Why uh, everybody can't get on the same page? Can't everybody just agree? It's it's uh, it's an L or an M. Can I ask? I don't... How is it that these people are actually 
attracting people to this religion? <laughs> well, you've got a you've got Seriously. misfits over here. You've got millennial misfits that are sick of living in mom and dad's basement, and they're playing video games all day. Yeah, and, maybe a you know, they went they now. went and got some bachelor's degree in whatever, and. Uh, yeah, but that's just a few people from here. I'm talking about the the fifty thousand. I guess they are is, now. Is anybody uh, on here that places engineers? Anybody? Anybody? Why? No, no. My, okay. One of my recruiters is an engineering recruiter. Okay. More on the manufacturing was, side, but process engineer, design engineer. It was why? kind of. A, it, it's obviously just you and I here now. So. Is it me and you? I and guess. we don't need to have this phone call recorded. I gotta go. I, Bye. Go fire your guys. Catch you later, dude.